is episode 72 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. This is Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting. And today I have a peer along with me here. I have Alwilda Rivera, who is a results oriented success coach, and she helps entrepreneurs and business owners and career professionals achieve the success they desire. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Bella. I'm really excited to be here. For sure. I love just chatting it up. And that's exactly what we're going to do today because I have a feeling you and I are both of the right mindset, like together, not right, but similar, I guess is what I'm saying. But why don't you (laughs) give our audience a little bit more of a background? Where are you coming to us from today? How did you get to where you're at? Give us a little background. Sure. And just like a few sentences right now, I'm coming to you guys from Atlanta. I'm originally from New York. I have a background in the law, graduated from law school in 2009 and started this business at wildeverer.com in its first iteration about three and a half years ago found that the brand was able to expand into some different areas and have been doing this now ever since. That is so cool. How did you make that pivot from, you know, going into law is a real commitment. So going from that into this success coaching, how how did you make that mindset shift? Yeah, I think for me, there was just a lack of alignment between my heart and my mind. Mm. And I really wanted to do something that would allow that to be aligned. And I got really honest with myself and tried to listen really closely and let my heart do some of the leading for a bit mm-hmm. and was able to organically come to what I'm doing now. That's incredible. And for our listeners, I imagine this wasn't an overnight process. This wasn't like you just woke up one day and said, my heart's aligned. It was no, it was a struggle, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It definitely was not an overnight process. I had to not just kind of let myself heal from the experience of deciding to make such a big change, Mm -hmm. but I also had to kind of let my family heal and let the people around me heal because just to give you a tad bit of context, I don't come from a lot of wealth. Mm -hmm. I grew up in New York City in Brooklyn and was the first in my family to graduate from college and from graduate school. Wow. So... You know, there was a lot of, I don't want to say expectations, but there were a lot of dreams, perhaps, that they wanted for me that I had to allow for them to mourn so that they could get on board and support me in what I'm currently doing. And, you know, everyone seems to be on the same page now. I love how you're bringing in the experience of others because so many people have expectations of us. And when we want to make that life pivot, or decide we're going to be a pet sitter or a dog walker, sometimes people look down on us. And I could imagine that people would be like, well, you're, you're a lawyer. What are you doing? No, absolutely. <laughs> that's 100% it. And, and that's why I think I have a special connection with entrepreneurs like your audience, because when you're doing something out of the box that you feel very passionately about, and it seems like your network or your support group isn't behind you, that can be a very daunting thing. That can be something that prevents you from taking the full plunge into that business and really following your dreams. And I'm just here to say that 
even if you have one person or zero people, as long as you truly believe in yourself and you start to do some of the work while you're in your job, mm-hmm. you'll be able to lay a foundation so that you can actually take that plunge. All it takes is for the people around you to see you putting the effort and getting some of the reward mm-hmm. from it. You know, in my first year of business, I wasn't super profitable, if mm-hmm. at all, I don't think, yeah. you know, and thank gosh for my partner who's been incredibly supportive, but he saw me through those first very, you know, small win years where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, people are coming in. And similarly for your audience, I want to say that when you're working with people's pets, it's like, you know, being a yoga teacher, like I also am, you build a certain amount of trust. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Bella has said this before, you know, when they trust you with their fur babies, mm-hmm. right, to walk them or sit them, they're going to refer you around. So your business will organically grow as long as you take those first steps. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those first steps are the toughest in the entire journey. They're the absolute toughest. Tell me more. You talked about yoga and I know a lot of my listeners actually do yoga and love yoga. I myself only started doing it like about once a week, the beginning of the year before I could never do it, but slowly, but surely I've started doing it. So I know that's one of your zones of genius. Tell us more about that. I'm curious. Oh, wow. I love that phrase. I'm going to have to use that and give you credit for it. Um, it's not so, from me. I heard it from someone else. Okay. Well, I'm going to see, well, I'm going to tell them where I heard it first. Okay. So the yoga came about similarly like the leaving the law. Mm -hmm. coming into my own. And as you can imagine, as we just kind of touched on that being a very troubling time in terms of figuring out what I really want and the decisions. And I had been introduced to yoga many years before as a teenager, very athletic. And I kind of turned my nose up at it. People have heard me say this multiple times, but I thought it was just like a lazy person's thing. I I was like, get out there and run three miles. (laughs) But then when I got into my later twenties and I moved to Atlanta six years ago, I found myself in a place where I was like, okay, I'm stepping out on my own in this business. I'm leaving New York where I've been born and raised and I'm coming to this new place. I don't know anyone. You know what? I need to get to know myself better. And I found that through doing yoga, not only could I challenge myself physically, but that was only a small part of what yoga with a capital Y is really all about. Yeah. And that's why on my website, under the knowledge share section, as much as I write about coaching stuff, I also write a lot about yoga Mm -hmm. to kind of build awareness and let people know the different aspects of yoga. And the fact that asana, what we do on our mat in class, is really just one part. So that's the other reason why I lead international wellness and cultural immersions of which yoga and meditation are a part so that people can have that experience in a more relaxed environment and potentially bring that back with them as something they want to do when they get home for self-care and personal management. What a diverse woman you are. I just love it. I can relate so much to you. I'd love to talk about more how your spirituality and your yoga and your giving to yourself 
pours into you as an entrepreneur and what it shows you, what it proves to you and what the correlation is between having faith in yourself and the business and, you know, your spirituality and faith. What do you see those connections as in an entrepreneur? Oh, absolutely. I think that, and I want to be clear, I don't mean, and I'm sure you don't either mean spirituality in terms of a specific religion, right? Yeah, no, just but something in terms to believe in, deeper, right? Exactly. A yeah, deeper it can connection. apply to anything. Absolutely. And so I firmly and firmly believe that, and I'm trying to think of the most succinct way to put this, because I know <laughs> we only have 20 minutes, I know, but right? what you think and what you focus on mm-hmm. is what you attract, right? Yes, yes. So if you focus on your capabilities and you allow that focus to help you act, right, success will come. Because we are sowing seeds that the actions nurture, right? The seed is the thought. We sow it. The actions nurture it. And then with time, we reap the rewards. I'm sure Bella can testify after one podcast, she didn't have the super acclaim. Maybe not (laughs) even after four. But after all of these and all of her trusted knowledge, now people recognize, and I'm sure she can witness, the fruit that the seeds that she nurtured has bore. So similarly, with self-belief and what I would refer to as like a spirituality in terms of understanding your connection, mm-hmm. right? If you're living in the United States right now, except for a few areas, you're blessed, mm-hmm. right? If you're living in any of the first world countries, you're blessed. Yeah, you know, we still have threats, but there are people right now, today's September 21st, when we're recording this, that in Puerto Rico, inundated. Yes. You know, people that I know, devastated. St. Kitts, St. Thomas, you know, Cuba, Florida, Texas. So perspective in understanding like, whoa, you know, maybe everything isn't perfect, but what is? Change is constant, right? It's all about how you're looking at it. And if you can believe in yourself and what you can do, then that all carries over into all aspects of your life. And for me, yoga and meditation and cultivating that connection through different spiritual practices helps me to be the best entrepreneur I can be. A client this morning told me, oh my God, how can you be so positive? And I said to her, I'm human. I said to her, I'm human. She didn't know that 20 minutes before that, I was sitting in my car feeling completely overwhelmed (laughs) with the whole Puerto Rico situation, right? But knowing that she also has family in an island that is affected, I said to myself, you know what? Get it together. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath. You're in your car. Your house isn't underwater. Mm -hmm. Go and serve your client. Be a servant to the local community by serving her. And let that be an act of service in this moment. Yes. You are like, seriously, I feel so bond. You, we are so similar and I'm so excited that you're on this show. When we come back from this quick commercial break, I want to talk about what we do with that negativity because you just brought it up and I think it's really important to talk about. So we'll be right back. Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they've developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. 
Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. And we're back with Alwilda Rivera and we are talking about, oh my gosh, everything that just touches your heart. Girl, you are such a blessing to have on this podcast and I'm really excited that we connected. I want to continue the conversation and, and take us back to what you just said about being in the car and, you know, you were having all of these negative emotions yourself and you said, get it together. I think that's so key for our listeners to really understand that that moment of strength that you have where you can tell yourself, get it together and push forward when you can practice that yourself and then translate that into your business is going to be so pivotal. So how did you learn how to do that? (laughs) What is in you that makes you do that? Well, listen, like I said before, you know, no one's perfect. I certainly am not. This is a product of a lot of work Mm -hmm. and a lot of work I'm still doing. You know, I tell my clients all the time, listen, I don't just coach you guys, but like I practice what I preach. You know, I have an accountability partner. I, you know, have my systems that I try to stick to as much as I possibly can. I acknowledge when I mess up, you know, I try to be a student as much as I am a teacher in terms of a student of life and a student of myself, because I know that, and this is just true for me, and if you are ever looking into Buddhism or anything like that, this is a lot of their precepts as well. It's like, we're always learning. And as long as we can accept that on this journey of continuous learning, we're going to have foibles and we're going to have mistakes and we have to just be able to own it. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's going to make us better. And that's Mm -hmm. going to help us. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you dog walkers, you've had a situation where a dog maybe got ill while they weren't there or the walk didn't go right or something bad happened. And in the moment you're freaking out. Right. But it's all about how you handle it. Yes. And again, when I said to myself, get it together, like it took a little bit, (laughs) you know, I still, you know, felt things. I was thinking about it prior to this call. I'm sure I'll be thinking about it after this call. (laughs) But you can't let it stop you. You can't let it prevent you. Because I thought to myself, look, even talking on the podcast and making a brief mention could raise awareness. Mm -hmm. You never know who's listening. You never know what they're going to do. So the more that you can continue to be of service and you guys particularly, you're doing good work. You're not, I mean, and of course accountants are great and financial advisors, but you are actually taking care of animals. (laughs) And there's so many people that like don't understand animals, that don't care for animals, that abuse animals. And not only that, you're being trusted to come into someone's home. So you're giving a lot. And you're very deep feeling people for the most part. And so you have to be able to drink as you pour. As much as you give out, you have to give back to yourself so that you can be the best of what you are. And that's a yoga mantra. uh, (laughs) I won't take credit for that, but it's a really good one. What I'm hearing is that you accept the position that you're in if you're unhappy or sad or feeling down. You own it. You accept it. But then you're reminded of these constant practices that you have in your life from yoga is your practice. Uh, It could be different for many other people. It could be church. It could be meditation. Mm -hmm. It could be Buddhism. It could be 
it could be walking in the park for some people, you know, so it could be coloring. Yeah, it could be, be anything. anything. Yeah. But whatever it is that it teaches you, you have to be pouring into yourself daily. And I think that you and I could come up with a long list of entrepreneurs or success coaches or mentors that we look up to that they all have daily rituals or morning rituals. Absolutely. They all decide, you know what, I'm going to put me first. It's something that I've definitely been learning and preaching this entire year of 2017 is that your business can survive with you not being a hundred percent, but it will thrive with you being close to a hundred percent, you know? And, Absolutely. and you, you have to really take care of yourself first. And you're right. You're right. A lot of people in our industry, we are caretakers. We will give of ourselves if it means cutting off our arm, because that's what we do. You know, we stay and we care for the pets and we walk those dogs and we sleep overnight. And oftentimes we don't charge enough and we are burnt out. And I want to kind of transition our conversation as this podcast kind of starts running out of time, oh no, into mindset of getting off the fence. I feel like a lot of people out there, they're struggling with the mindset of it. Like they kind of want to have staff and start scaling their company, but they're kind of too scared to. So they're on the fence and it's starting to hurt because you can't ever just sit on the edge of a fence for a long time. It hurts. You have to get on one side or the other. So let's yeah, talk absolutely. about transitioning. We talk so strongly and awesomely, I think, about the transition of your own mindset to get out of that car and, and just keep pushing forward. How can we translate that into our own business, in your opinion? Yeah, I think if there's anything that you're not sure about, you have to just get super honest, right? You have yeah. to ultimately say, what is it that I'm trying to do? And if you're able to answer that question honestly, you'll be able to get off the fence, right? Because if you are trying to scale and that's really what you're trying to do, you know that you can't walk 60 dogs. (laughs) Like, that's just, you can't do it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you could try and you might make a mistake and that might help you realize it further down the road. But why put yourself through that suffering? Why put yourself through that headache? Right. Right. Similarly, if it's that, you know, you want to move into dog sitting rather than walking, you know, you have to start putting yourself out there. You have to start offering that as a service. You can't let the fear or the what ifs prevent you from expanding, because, again, what is it that you're ultimately trying to do? So what I would say is if you're on the fence about anything in your business, take a step back and say, what is it that I'm ultimately trying to do? And will this action help me get there? And if it will get after it, because we don't always know the exact route it's going to take us to get there. Mm -hmm. But we know that we have to start making our way. Yes. You have to start stepping. You got to be honest with where you are and your why, and then you need to go after it. And I think that's a good point too, to kind of say that even failures are successes, right? I mean, we're going to fail 90% of the time, but it's what we do with it and what we learn from it that'll help us keep moving on. If we reframe our ideas that you've got to make decisions as a business owner, I see so many people paralyzed because they're afraid of their either information paralysis or their fear of making the wrong decision. So then they just don't move. And then they are despising their life and they're not sleeping well. And they're getting up at 5am to walk dogs and they're not going to bed until 11 o'clock at night. You guys, this is not why you got into business. Many people at that tipping point that are sitting on this fence right now, I want you to hear us that you need to get connected back to your why. 
a lot of people I meet could be making more money working at McDonald's as a manager with health benefits and less hours, more predictable hours, you know, but that wouldn't be serving our why. And our why was to help pets, to be around pets, to have your own business that you can be proud of. So I want you to really get connected back to your why. I want you to be honest with where you are and listen to what we were just saying about that. How do you think people can get reconnected to their why? Because I think maybe our why is so strong when we first start out a business, we're so excited to start it, but then we kind of lose sight of it. How can someone, do you think, get connected back to it? It's a simple answer, but it's a challenging answer. Mm -hmm. And that's to kind of constantly remind yourself of it. Yeah. And I don't mean that in an obsessive way, but I mean, maybe you need to write it on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and have it above your desk. Or maybe it can become a mantra. Like Mm -hmm. I do this work to help others so that their pets can be safe. Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? Allow yourself to be constantly reminded of it. Because one thing is for sure, as an entrepreneur, you're going to have obstacles. Yeah. So it's in those moments where you have to, as my partner says, you have to double down on yourself and really like lean into that knowing that this is the bigger reason. Right. And if you feel like I don't even know where it went, then what I would say is take five steps back, Mm -hmm. give yourself maybe a journal or a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and start to do a little stream of consciousness Mm -hmm. Just say, what do I like about what I do? Just start there. What do I like about it? And through that exercise, maybe put a minute on the clock or five minutes and just don't judge whatever comes out. Just write it down. At the end, go back and read it. And what you like about that will probably, I am 90% sure, help you to remember why it is that you're doing it in the first place. I love all of that. You've been such a pleasure to have on this podcast. I want you to let people know, because I'm sure they've fallen in love with you in the past 21 minutes here. How can people contact you, follow you, get around your circle and just get all your goodness? Awesome. Well, (laughs) they can find me at awildarivera.com. That's A. W-I-L-D-A-R-I-V-E-R-A.com. I am on Instagram at Rivera and on Facebook as Rivera Coach, Yogi, Spiritual Advisor. I also have a 100% free closed Facebook group called The Success Suite, where we talk about personal and professional growth topics. And I try to share as many things as I can there. If you're interested in potentially working with me, I offer complimentary consultations. Just reach out. I have a mailing list. Just let me know that you're interested and I'll make sure to get you whatever you need. Awesome. Awilda, thank you so much for being on the show today. You guys remember to go ahead and like, share, subscribe and review the podcast if you like it. And I'm sure you do because I know many of you are binging right now. (laughs) Go ahead and make sure you subscribe and remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.